Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Well, it looks like we're on the subject of chatter again. Find out the three biggest mistakes savers are making as a result of listening to all this chatter. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Well, we uh, played this little montage of chatter a couple of weeks ago on the Worry for Retirement. Here we are again. Now, don't turn the dial. You might say, oh, I've already heard this show about chatter. Uh, not this show, folks. This show actually is going to take this theme of chatter, 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 and we're going to turn it into what you can do to avoid the common mistakes I see when I'm out in the financial trenches of savers who are following the lead from all this chatter. You know, if we asked 100 random people out on the street to define the word chatter, it would probably be similar to asking a judge, this actually happened apparently in a judge in a court case, to define pornography, and his response was, well, I don't know if I can define it, but I know it when I see it. And unfortunately, folks, in the financial world, financial chatter, I see this all the time. In fact, uh, later on in the show, I'm going to share a detail of an example of someone who came into my offices yesterday here in our Louisville offices, uh, sat down with me and just shared some very, very disappointing news about what they thought they had purchased and why. You know, with the financial world, uh, again, we have so many opportunities to tune in to the financial world. Of course, this is old school, right? You're riding down the road or you're sitting home. Maybe you're on the Internet. Uh, Matt Stebbins and uh, Aaron Orander, uh, two faithful sidekicks who are producing the show. You know, Matt helps monitor where people are catching the show. And a lot of you are going on the Internet to listen to the show through these various radio stations we're on. And that's great. But the point is you have more opportunities, whether it's through your mobile devices, online, cable TV, radio, uh, just Googling different articles or YouTube channels, you've got more opportunity to expose yourself to potentially chatter that could not be helpful at all, but could be damaging to your financial health. Well, welcome to the Worry for Retirement. I am Tony Walker, and for the next 28 minutes or so, we're going to help you understand what is financial chatter, and more importantly, how not to make the same mistakes that I see many savers make time and time again when it comes to following all this chatter. Uh, I was sitting with my wife, Susan, the other day, and we were out on the porch. It, I tell you, I don't know about you all, but my time with my wife, I enjoy kind of early evenings. That's kind of our time to just sit back and talk. And uh, I'd been uh, in the Louisville offices uh, for two days and was just worn out, and we were just sitting there talking. And she said, Tony, you know, you've done this over 34 years. We're doing okay financially. Why in the world do you keep working so hard and trying to see all these people? 
And, you know, she's kind of hinting around, why don't you slow down a little bit? Now, keep in mind, our offices are closed on Fridays. I take off Fridays. The staff takes off Fridays for the most part. So I get my plenty of time off. I, I enjoy golfing and all that. But when I'm working, I work hard, folks. And the reason I work so hard is because of chatter. And I know this is happening. I see all the people that come in over the years, and it doesn't matter, regardless of your race, creed, religion, financial makeup, whatever. I know for a fact that nowadays you are so exposed to all this chatter. And for the most part, if you're a saver, I see the frustration on your face and in your voice and in the result of your financial planning or lack thereof that you really don't know who to trust when it comes to your retirement. Uh, for instance, Tony Walker Financial, we recently started a new campaign. Uh, we began uh, advertising this campaign. It's called Retire Sooner Than You Think. Now, what I found over the years is I've learned this skill. I, I call it a skill because I've met with thousands of people, but I've got this quick intuition or skill to be able to look at somebody's personal financial situation, meet them face-to-face, -face, get a feel for their personality, try to help them figure out what it is they want in retirement, which is a biggie. I mean, obviously, if you want to spend 12000 a month and you only have enough assets to create 4000 a month, there's a problem. But if you're realistic with yourself and we can understand what is your lifestyle going to be like in retirement, uh, approximately what are your expenses going to be, over the years I've been able to help a lot of people retire much sooner than they ever thought possible. So we decided to start this campaign. And out of the blue, uh, and in fact, let's just do this right now. I'm going to go online, and you might want to do this uh, after the show, in fact. Let's go over to, by the way, while I'm on here, Aaron, I'm going to mute this thing. I always forget to do that. Okay, so I'm just going to Google. Let's, let's try this, okay? So we're going to Google, uh, when can I retire? All right, that's all we're doing. So I enter that. Look at all this. Uh, you might do the same thing. I won't name these companies. First thing that pops up, do you think it's an article written by a financial advisor like me that's been in the trenches 34 years that knows this stuff in and out? No. <laughs> it's a big old huge financial institution, uh, re retirement plan information. The next one is a big old huge financial institution, retirement services and planning. Uh, here's a retirement guide offered by a website. Here's a, Now it's getting a little more into just articles, but I mean this goes on and on and on. Uh, I mean, you could probably sit here. I, I call this financial chatter. Now, not, some of this stuff could be great. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the average saver sitting out there, how are you going to discern which is information that's good for you and which is information that could be totally detrimental? Now, with the work for retirement, our process has become simpler and simpler as I've created this process out. What I've found is the beauty to our planning process is its simplicity, not only while you're alive, but after you're long dead and gone. Um, with so many clients that we have, I have a lot of people, unfortunately, in retirement that have lost loved ones. Had a uh, spouse come in uh, yesterday who had lost her spouse uh, just several weeks ago. And the good thing for her was everything that they had set up, we helped her with all of the death claims that she had to file with all the various companies and institutions we had her money with. We were doing all that for, and nothing was going to change. And it was interesting. She said, well, Tony, as you know, we didn't have all of our money with you. Here's a few things that, you know, me and my husband had. And I said, well, how's that going getting it taken care of? And she said, I don't even know what to do with this stuff. So here's this poor old widow. Uh, not only does she not understand the money, she doesn't have a game plan for it. And I said, I tell you what, give me that, give me that paper. <laughs> it was a large financial institution. I got on the line and called them. 
ordered the death claim paperwork. We're going to handle it for them. Now, that's really not our job. We didn't write that business. We didn't get paid anything for it. But I felt like morally it was my obligation since they were clients to try to help them with some of this information that somebody else had been paid for. And unfortunately, I see this time and time again, not always, but in a lot of cases, the advisors in whom have made a lot of money on your money over the years, uh, when there's a calamity or a death or something going on, uh, they're nowhere to be found. And we're going to see an exact example of this in the next segment. So what we're basically talking about is searching out information that can help you worry less about money. So how do we cut through the chatter? How do we understand which articles to read, which articles to not read? Well, let's first of all understand the dilemma we're in. So let's hearken back to my granddad's days. I know I got to talk about my granddad again, but this is an issue of time, folks. With our time, here's the thing. We're all we're on the same boat. We're sitting here in the studio on October 23rd, 2018. I'm doing the show. Aaron and Matt are helping record the show, and they're going to edit and produce it. And here's the common theme we've got for all three of us. Regardless of our situation, we've all got 24 hours in a day. That's what we're all born with. We've got 24 hours. That's it. And then throughout the day, we're going to have to make choices with our time because time is really our most valuable asset. So my question is, what you're getting ready to do and endeavor in, whether it's searching the Internet, whether you're talking to advisors, uh, maybe you're going to attend some more dinner seminars. Maybe you think that'll help. The problem is you're taking on activities that my granddad would have ever never thought of doing. You see, my granddad, when he retired in 1978 from Belt South, he didn't need a financial advisor. He didn't need to go to a dinner seminar. Uh, he didn't need to worry about his tax tumor because he didn't even have a 401k like you poor folks who are going to have to dive into this tax tumor and figure out what to do. He didn't have to worry about the future of Social Security. Granddad had his mailbox money. That was his pension account. And he had a very, very simple lifestyle. And I think in some ways a blessed lifestyle, again, not to get on technology, but he had no technology. Um, let's go back to 1978. Aaron and Matt weren't even born then, but I remember it very well. 1978, Granddad had a small antenna perched on his roof of his little house in Troy. Keep in mind, it was absolutely free. And I can remember talking to Granddad, because at that time I was just getting into college and I was into broadcasting, and I said, hey, Granddad, you know they're going to come out with something called cable TV. And he said, what's that all about? And I said, well, basically you'll have all these cables run to your house, and you can get more channels. And apparently it's going to be clearer. You can get things like sports channels. And he said, oh, well, why would I do that? And I said, well, so you could have more TV. And he's like, oh, well, I figure these three channels are enough. And then when I said you're going to have to pay for it, I remember him laughing. I think it was like nine ninety five for a month. That's what they were proposing with cable. And he thought that was the craziest thing in the world. So think about that. Not only did we open up the avenue of more opinions with cable, now with technology, we have the ability to search the world of ideas when granddad didn't even have access to that stuff. And in some ways, I'm just saying, I'm not saying we need to throw away our cell phones. That's not what I'm preaching here, folks. I'm just saying in some ways, I think my granddad was better off. He had his pension. He kept his expenses in check. And this man lived a life of contentment. I know because I was around him a lot. So what about you? You're sitting there right now, and maybe you're listening to all this chatter. You're sitting here listening to this show, and you're saying, okay, Tony, I do feel like I'm stuck in a rut. Oh, that reminds me of the story. I know Aaron's heard this. i got to tell this. You know, we're trying to get a visual here. What in the world are we really talking about? How do you really feel about your finances? It reminds me of a story of a rural road in Vermont, 
And the story goes that a person was lost driving in these rural roads. And all of a sudden, they see a road to the side that they're thinking about turning off of the main road onto an even smaller road, thinking that might get them home quicker. And as they turn onto this road, there's this huge sign above this, this road. And it just simply says, choose your ruts carefully. You'll be in them for the next 20 miles. So folks, what we choose today will have a dramatic impact on how we feel and how we feel about our money and whether we're going to be worry-free and content or worried sick. When I return, we're going to talk about the three things savers do. They constantly do this, and this is why many of them worry so much about their money. I'm going to show you how to avoid these three common mistakes when it comes to listening to too much chatter. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Let's face it. The last thing you want in retirement is to be full of life and flat broke. I'm Tony Walker, and for the past 33 years, I've made it my life's mission to make certain that my clients don't go broke in retirement by providing mailbox money for life. Let me show you how easy it is to be worry-free in retirement by creating a guaranteed income you can never outlive. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started today. Well, there we go. We're talking about all the financial chatter out there. And worse yet, some of the chaos that can result in chatter. Sometimes it's not just chatter. In fact, Aaron, play a clip of what this chatter might turn into if it gets out of hand. <laughs> well, let's hope this is not the result of your financial life after listening to all the financial chatter out there. And while this behavior obviously never shows up in my office, what you just heard as far as that outbreak of, uh, you know, result of the chatter chatterbox going on, I do see, and I'll, I'm going to share this example with you, I see an internal conflict among savers who feel lost as a ball in high weeds. They're the ones that feel like they've taken that rural road in Vermont and they're stuck in a rut and they can't get out of it. They really don't understand, for instance, how do advisors get paid? They really don't understand all of these products. They really don't understand how to get rid or at least mitigate this tax tumor. They don't know when to take Social Security. It goes on and on. And what happens is in their search for trying to find answers, which is legitimate, off they go into the world of chatter. So in my 34 years in the financial trenches, I'm going to list the three biggest mistakes people make, and then I'm going to dive into those one by one. Number one, Many savers invest their money with advisors who are referred by, listen closely, friends, family, testimonials, which, by the way, we're an investment advisor. We can't use testimonials, but testimonials, you know, you've seen Henry Winkler and these people. That'd be a testimonial as an example. And coworkers, not to mention the Internet and all that. I'm just saying. Now, first of all, that's not a bad thing. I, I'm not saying don't listen to friends, family, coworkers when they say you ought to work with Billy Bob over here at Mutual Nairobi Financial or wherever they're sending you. But you have to understand something. In some cases, and we're going to see this in just a minute, some cases they don't know any more about those financial advisors than you do. They sometimes are blindly trusting these folks, and it's not like they've really checked them out. So that can be a big mistake in terms of listening to friends, family, and coworkers without checking out the advisors yourself. Number two, 
The other mistake they make with all this financial chatter is in the end, they're no better equipped to ask the advisor or the financial institution the right questions they need to ask before making a decision. Again, in just a second, I'm going to share this with you with an exact example. Huge mistake. You don't know what questions to ask. That's a big problem. And then finally, this is probably my favorite. Unfortunately, the financial world doesn't understand this. We've spent literally thousands and thousands of dollars researching this. It's called The Three Personalities of Money. I even wrote a book called The Three Personalities of Money. And this is the biggie. Again, we always say this show is dedicated to helping savers. We are not working with investors and speculators. So what happens if you're a saver, a saver is defined as someone who's more concerned with the return of their money than on it. If you're a saver and you're out here listening to people who give advice to investors and speculators, well, you're listening to the wrong people. That would be like, uh, let's say I've been in the market for a new car. That would be like you really need a new car, but for some reason, you keep talking to people who sell real high-performance vehicles. And maybe all you want is just something that gets good gas mileage and can get you to work. And you keep listening to all these other people. Well, they're talking about vehicles that have nothing to do with your personality or your wants and needs. And in some reason, the financial world, people don't understand this. You are wired as either a saver, investor, or speculator. Now, if you'd like to hop on over to a website I created to learn more about your financial personality, this is a really useful website. It's simply the number three, personalities.com, threepersonalities.com. And when you get there, it only takes about five minutes. You can take this little quiz that I had psychologists at Western Kentucky University where I attended. I've got a degree in psychology, but where I had them develop this little pop quiz that can help you focus on your predominant financial personality. Now, once you take that, the idea is if your predominant financial personality is that of a saver, we need to talk because <laughs> we know savers really, really well. In fact, we've literally helped thousands of savers over the years worry less about money, and we want to try to help you too. So if someone has in the past, let's kind of focus on this, someone in the past has purchased a product that hasn't worked out. Tony, what, what does that look at? Look, what does that look like? Okay, so I've got in my hand here, I'm shuffling papers, apologize. I've got in my hand here a statement. Now, this happened yesterday, and I asked the young lady, I said, I won't use your name, but can I share this with my audience? She said, please do. I mean, you're talking about a frustrated young lady. So this happens all the time. People respond to our TV show or radio show. Incidentally, if you want to check out the TV show, obviously it's got graphics and all that. Some people really like the TV show for that reason. You can kind of see what we're talking about. Uh, when you go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, is that under, where is that under media, Aaron? Yeah, you just go click on media, and it'll list all the times of the show in Bowling Green and Louisville, Kentucky. Um, but anyway, she had responded to one of our uh, call to actions from the TV show, I think she said. And she said, hey, I, I, this guy knows annuities. I'd purchase annuity. I want to go see him. That's what she said. So when she came into the office, first thing I always ask people is, how can I help and what brought you here? And then that's what she said. She said, I've purchased an annuity from X agent. Uh, I'll call him James, as a gentleman from out of town, just I'll call him James, okay? And basically, I don't understand the annuity. And as I looked at this statement, I'm going to read you the statement. She said, I realized that I don't have as much money available to me as I thought I had. So I said, well, what were you expecting from this annuity? And she said, well, I was expecting it to be guaranteed. I didn't want to lose anything. And I looked at it. This is a 
I'm looking at the statement now. This is a fixed indexed annuity uh, taken out in 2015. And I said, yep, this is a fixed indexed annuity. You're not going to have any uh, risk. She said, I did not want my principal to go down. And I said, well, it's not. And she said, well, why did it just go down last year? So I'm looking at the statement. And I said, oh, you've got an income rider on here. And she said, what's an income rider? <laughs> and I said, well, see where it says guaranteed income base of 349000 This young lady put 258000 in back in August of 2015. She said, yeah, what's that number? Do I get that? And I said, well, no. That's what's going to be used to calculate what I call your mailbox money. Did you want mailbox money? Did you want lifetime income? And she said, well, I don't know if I want it or not. But I said, well, this fellow put it on there. And because he put on this rider, and obviously didn't explain this to you, the past year for this rider, she had to pay almost $10,000 in fees for this rider. And see, she looked at me and she said, okay, stop there. She said, that was never, ever disclosed to me. And I said, what? She said, that fee. I, I didn't know there was any fees. They never said anything about fees. So, unfortunately, this is the problem, folks. Uh, and, 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 and Oh, excuse me. So then I said, wait a minute. How did you even find James? Where did James come from? Because he's from out of town. She said, well, I have a relative that lives in that same city as James. Uh, I had this 401k. I wanted to roll over somewhere. She's still working, incidentally. This is from her former employer. And she said, I wanted to roll it over somewhere. And this uh, relative of mine said, James is a nice guy. I love this, by the way. James probably is a nice guy. I mean, I, I, Aaron's a nice guy, but I wouldn't want him handling my annuities for me. Okay, so James is a nice guy. Uh, he'd worked with a family member. So in this case, is that really supposed to mean anything other than, okay, a family member's worked with him? The proof's in the pudding, though, folks. In the meantime, this person's had this annuity three years, put in $258,000, and the next thing I ask her is this. Okay, what are you wanting me to help you do? And she goes, well, I want to get out of it. And I said, well, did you talk to James? And she said, yes. And I said, how did James respond to that question? She said, well, he didn't say much. He said, if you wanted to, we could transfer this out to another annuity that doesn't have any fees. I'll get back with you. And I said, has he gotten back with you? She said, no. And I looked at the, I looked at the cash surrender value. Again, this is where the TV show will help. Okay, she put in $258,000 in 2015 with all of these fees. Aaron, you want to guess what her cash surrender value is? That's if she decided to cash it in and have James put it somewhere else. I think it's more or less than she put in. Less. Less, good. Yes, it's less. After three years, instead of having her original contribution, 258, she has a whopping 235, 235,000. So she's like, whoa, wait a minute. I mean, again, she didn't know any of this. She said, so you mean if I cancel this and move it somewhere else, I'm only going to get 235? And I said, yep. And I said, you know why James didn't call him back, don't you? She said, why is that? And I said, because he don't have any answers for this one. I mean, this is really, really sad, folks. So what's happened is, let's, let's kind of go back. We have a person uh, this lady's a nurse like my wife's a nurse, and my wife's a nurse. You've heard me on the show, and she would admit it if she's here. She knows very little about finances, cares a little bit about finances, and my wife is very, very trusting of people. Uh, she's going to believe them if, if they seem credible and seem trustworthy. My wife, this is, I'm talking off the top of my head here, but I even thought about this. My wife, she's that personality. If she gets a referral from somebody for, let's say, beauty products, you know, she's into that kind of stuff. If somebody says, hey, Susan, this beauty product will make those wrinkles go away, and if Susan knows that person and trusts them, I don't care if it's $80, Susan will probably buy it. Okay, it's just, that's just her. 
So some of you, you're just way too trusting. And in this case, she was trusting of an advisor whom a family member had used, purchased an annuity. And I actually looked at the annuity. I said, this is not a bad annuity, ma'am. I wouldn't have sold this one. This is not one of our primary annuity carriers. We're licensed with them. But you've got an income base that's grown to 349000 And she said, well, what's that for? And I said, well, that's for your mailbox money. So in her case, what I offered to do, uh, the, the agent's already made a large commission off this. This is the other reason he's not around. The company's not going to help. They're getting all kinds of fees on this thing. I mean, they're not going to give any advice. They can't give advice. They're not going to. So what I offered to do, free of charge, I said, if you want me to, I'll do what's called an agent of record letter. We'll move this annuity over to our staff. I've got a full-time staff. We know these annuities well. I'm licensed with this company. It won't be any cost. And no, I won't get any of the fees for it. But I will be there to assist you on when to deploy this money. Because quite frankly, you're stuck in this annuity. It's kind of like that rut. Remember we talked about the rut. She cannot get out of this annuity. Now, she could wait. This is a 12-year annuity. She could wait till, let's see, that would be 2027, assuming she's still alive then. And, yeah, she could cash it in without penalty. But that's not what she wanted, nor was that what she thought she was getting. So what about you? You may be sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm falling into this trap. I'm listening to too many people. I may be working with somebody I don't even know what they're doing. I have no game plan for retirement. And I'm even wondering Am I working with somebody that's really geared towards investors and speculators or savers? Well, when I come back, I'm going to share with you the five easy steps that we use in our process to make your life worry-free and how you can take advantage of them. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Are you retired or retiring soon? Do you have a 401k, IRA, thrift savings account, 403b, or lump sum pension that you'd like to move to safer territory? Did you know that all the money you see on your 401k statement isn't really yours? Depending on your overall taxable income, the government has essentially a lien on your 401k that can tax as much as 40% of your money when you go to take it out. Tony Walker calls this the 401k tax tumor. For over 33 years, retirement specialist Tony Walker has helped thousands of savers worry less about money by creating game plans to deal with your tax tumor. Get control of your retirement by controlling the taxes owed on it. Schedule a free meeting to see if you can reduce your tax tumor and provide a guaranteed income you can never outlive. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Well, there's that chatter again. We're going to get rid of the chatter. Let's, in fact, Aaron, just cut the chatter. I like that. Yeah, my grandmother used to say that. Cut the chatter. It's gone. This show, folks, is cutting through the chatter. Now, how do we do that in our worry for retirement process? Uh, I want to make this offer to you. It is, first of all, absolutely free to meet with me in person. I had someone uh, come in the office the other day. Again, I see a lot of people, folks, so I'm not just making this stuff up on the fly. I had, I think, probably 15 appointments yesterday. I'll have another 10 or 12 today. So I get to see what you all see every day. But anyway, somebody came in with this huge brochure, and they said, Tony, I went online. 
I was interested in annuities and I got this brochure and I said, wait a minute, that looks like an interesting brochure. I'm familiar with that author. Where's he located? And they said, I don't know, out west, I think. And I said, now is that person going to meet with you in person? And they said, uh, no, I think they send somebody by to see me. And I said, well, who's that person? And the guy said, I have no idea. So it's like, you know, why wouldn't you want to work with somebody person to person that actually is the planner? And that would be yours truly. So I developed this concept called the worry-free retirement. The first step of our process, you and I would just simply sit down and clarify your vision of what it is you want. Secondly, we would have a second appointment for me to provide you a free assessment, written game plan of what we would do to try to help you. The third is you commit to what you want to do. You can do all of our recommendations or some of the recommendations. You don't have to put all of your money with us, although I would advise it, but you don't have to. Number four, we commit to implementing everything. We go get the money. We transfer it over. We make sure there's no tax ramifications. We examine fees on your money. And then finally, I commit to you, for as long as I'm willing and able to do that, I will be here to monitor your progress, and I will meet with you in person along the way. So take advantage of this offer to meet with me in person at either our Louisville or Bowling Green, Kentucky offices. It's easy to do. You can either call 877 877- 499-9255, that's 877-499-WALK, or better yet, go online to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. All you got to do is click on Let's Get Started, and we'll make that happen real soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's program. I've enjoyed being with you. We appreciate you joining us, and until next time, between now and then, if all else fails, you remember to be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it, you don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. 